Welcome to the Aussie Cruise Show. This podcast is a place for Aussies who just can't get enough of cruising. I'm David, your host. I'm an ex-cruise ship performer, avid cruiser, and a certified cruise travel agent. Along with my guests, we'll be serving you news, reviews, and tips to help you maximize your cruise experience. We'll also take a peek behind the curtain so you can hear what it's really like working on a cruise ship. That means it's time to set sail, so welcome aboard and enjoy the show. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to the Aussie Cruise Show. This week we are looking at the fabulous world of luxury cruising. So I really wanted to look at kind of what the main differences are and what you could expect on a true luxury cruise. Now, to get a bit specific there, because there are a lot of cruise lines who... Um, would call themselves luxury and is a bit of a subjective name because luxury can mean different things to different people. Um, And we'll find a lot of the, it's a real kind of emerging market as well in some ways that a lot of the more um, kind of mainstream cruise lines are filling the gap um, between the the real luxury cruises, um, such as you have Oceana and Viking, and even maybe Azamara, who who kind of plug the gap between what we're talking um, and the the luxury cruise lines that we're going to talk about. But also, what's quite interesting is some of the mainstream cruise lines, such as MSC. They have a yacht club, and Norwegian have their Haven Complex. Now, these are special areas. On the ship that are only you know accessible by people who are in that particular category um, and they can get to go and have those exclusive uh, facilities and amenities and it really gives you that kind of luxury feeling even though you are on uh, what would be more mainstream cruise ship now you know, I'm not a, a cruise snob in any way and think that there's only one way to travel. I believe that there's a cruise for everybody. I think some people will love the the big mass market cruise ships and some people will love the luxury. And it really depends on what your taste is and what your budget is as well, you know. But it's good that there are options. So I thought I would dig into some of the the cruise um lines that are that are the what I would consider the luxury cruise lines and we can look at what is the real difference right so let's have a look at what makes luxury cruising different so I think one of the main things that you would notice right off the bat is the service um, and the now service on any cruise ship I, I think is really excellent. You know, like I, I think it's like nothing you can get on land. I very rarely and don't, in fact, I don't know if I've ever been in a cruise ship where I've thought the service is bad. I've, I've sometimes thought it can be improved, but comparing it to land, I think service is excellent however on the luxury cruise lines you will find that the service is definitely next level 
um, as it should be for the price that you're paying as well. But one of the reasons they can offer that service is the staff to passenger ratio is way different. A lot of these cruise lines, you'll find that it's almost one on one. So there's almost a crew member for every single passenger on board. Uh, what you will also find is the space available to you um, will be very different. They're quite often smaller ships, um, but they'll have much bigger cabins and they will a lot of the ships are all suites and all balcony as well like you you'll find struggle to find an inside cabin um but they are um much bigger spaces the lounges you, you just won't have that crushed in feeling that some people feel when they are on a bigger cruise line um, the itineraries tend to be different because they're smaller ships as well they do have a tendency to be able to get into uh, some ports that you wouldn't necessarily always be able to get to and um, they do kind of push it with the itineraries they keep changing them and go to some places that you just would never get to visit on say a Royal Caribbean or a carnival or something like that so uh, that's quite interesting as well so let's have a look at four different cruise lines and I'm going to start off with Regent Seven Seas. Now I recently went to an event actually where they were uh, talking about the different ships and what was available and what their offerings were. Oh my goodness, I was blown away. The ships were stunning, um, absolutely beautiful, high-end, luxury, stylish, uh, but not stuffy that was and that was one of the things that they were really focusing on as well it's not about kind of creating this real stuffy environment where you have to get super dressed up all the time still fairly relaxed but you know definitely high-end and upscale and um, but what really jumped out at me was how much was included so you're pretty much if you're going on a regent seven seas and a few of these different lines as well you'll find that most things are included and that includes your coffee, your alcohol, your shore excursions, your gratuities, your internet, even um, a certain amount of calls from the room on the satellite phone and things like that as well. So, you know, it's sometimes when you're looking at these cruises, you think, my goodness, the price is really expensive. Um, but once you start to include all these things, it certainly is um, worth making that comparison. If you're somebody who sails in one of the big suites on a, a mass mass market cruise line, you might want to, you, you know, you might want to look at this and make that comparison just with in terms of what is included. Um, so the majority of their ships, oh, I should say as well, depending on the class of cabin that you book, uh, you can also get your pre and post hotels and transfers included as well. Uh, so the majority of their ships are all suite and all balcony, um, certainly the newer ships. Um, and they have just launched a new ship and that was one that they were showing pictures of and I would encourage you to go and have a look so you can head to my website aussiecruiseshow.com.au and I will have all the links on there to the different lines and some pictures and things like that for you to have a look through as well but the Seven Seas Splendor, um, that's one of the new ships they have launched and their tagline is Luxury Perfected 
and it does look absolutely stunning. Uh, I'd love to get on there, maybe one day, maybe one day. Um, but they've got 750 guests at full capacity and uh, 542 crew, and that ship is 55,000 tons. So it's not tiny, you know, but uh, compared to ovation of the seas which i think is 160,000 quite a difference there and you a lot of the ships in australia tend to uh, the the piano and princesses tend to be around the kind of 80 to 100,000 so again smaller than that uh, but but really um very refined and you definitely get that smaller ship experience, but they're not tiny. Um, what they really focus on as well, they've really listened to past passengers. They have, um, one of the cruise lines have the highest return rate in the industry. So they've got very loyal sailors with them, very loyal passengers who keep going back for more. So they're obviously doing something right. And they really listen to the passengers as well in terms of where to go, um, you know, what the new ship should look like. What do you want? What do you need on a new ship? Uh, they've also got some exciting land and sea packages. You get to go to some really special places. Again, I'd encourage you to go on to the website, have a look at some of the itineraries. Um, and really what was kind of exciting was the the number of shore excursions that were available. So I think they were talking about the Alaska cruise, but there was something like you had 150 shore excursions. I'm pulling that number at thin air, but it was something along those lines. 150 shore excursions available. And again, these are a lot of these are um, shore excursions that are small, kind of personalized experiences. You might be going to like an olive press in in Tuscany, you know, it'll be like a wine tasting, but a kind of remote, not um, family vineyard or something like that. In Alaska, it's more kind of much smaller scale tours um, where you'll be in small groups and you'll get a really uh, exciting experience. So they they have you know lots of stuff for the adventurer as well, but uh, lots of luxury. So yep, they say they're elegant luxurious but not stuffy so yeah lovely and then we're moving on to crystal cruises so crystal cruises have really branched out over the last few years and they now offer ocean cruising they have river cruising they have yacht and expedition so there's a lot available on crystal something for for everybody really there um their ships tend to be a bit bigger, um, but boast that they have one of the industry-leading staff-to-guest service ratios uh, available. I'm not entirely sure what that actually is. Uh, they offer butlers in uh, butler service in every penthouse category, so that would be very nice to be looked after. Um, and one of their taglines is luxury is personal they have a real focus on service you know they they like to kind of tailor their approach tailor their service uh, to each individual passenger so that you're getting an experience that is just right for you so it's not a kind of one size fits all 
um, it will be for you. So I'm just going to talk a bit more about the ocean cruising because that's what we're kind of comparing a bit here. So they've got two ships, the Crystal Serenity and the Crystal Symphony. So the Serenity holds um, 842 guests, six-star service, which they all will be. Uh, loads of restaurants, loads of food options available. Now, food in all these cruise lines is going to be next level. It, it really is. Um, but they've got everything from sushi to burgers to, like, you can pretty much eat any cuisine. But the food in the dining rooms and stuff will be absolute um, top-notch and... I think you'd be, um, they've got a relationship with Nobu, the chef Nobu, who has the Nobu, the famous Nobu restaurants around the world. Um, so that would be very nice to have 24 hour in-suite dining. So a bit different to room service. They will actually serve you in your um, in your suite and you can have your dinner in there. And, and again, Regent offered that as well. I think most of them will offer that. Um, but inclusions on Crystal include wine, champagne, um, certain spirits, coffee, um, 24-hour in-suite dining, obviously all your entertainment and enrichment. Now, the enrichment on a lot of these ships is um, really fun as well, and you'll, you'll get really interesting experiences. I know in Regent that we're talking about, they've got a cooking school on there now as well. They've kind of built this kitchen so everybody can cook along and learn to cook meals from around the world. I think there is extra charge for that. Um, but yeah, so that is Crystal. So next, we're going to move on to Seaburn. So Seaburn pride themselves on, again, being elegant, but unpretentious. They say it's intuitive service that is tailored to you. So they have smaller ships that are very intimate, um, but again, a, a very kind of special service. All these lines are, you're paying extra, but you're definitely getting value for money. So they offer, and again, this is available on other ships on, on different categories and things, but they could, they could set up like an in-room cocktail party for you um they have curated voyages you know they these because these are smaller ships they're going to some hidden ports that you couldn't get to on every cruise ship so you'll get right up some of those norwegian fjords right into some of the the small kind of local ports that you would never get to on a bigger ship uh, they have 100% verandas on two of the ships, uh, complimentary spirits and wine, and champagne on arrival in your suite. Um, gratuities are not expected or required. Uh, they have a focus on food and lots of adventurous excursions. So they also have a patent partnership with UNESCO, which is the World Heritage Sites. So a lot of their tours and a lot of their voyages will be visiting some of these World Heritage Sites and you will get some really special experiences when you're there. So again, it's personal kind of almost money can't buy type experiences that you that you know it would be quite rare for you to to see in your lifetime uh, so the seaborne innovation is 42,000 tons it was built in 2018 that's the newest in their fleet and that holds 604 passengers at full capacity 
and then we will have a look at Silver Sea. So Silver Sea, they've been around for a while and they've got ships in the fleet. They've got quite a lot of ships in the fleet actually, um, but and some of them date from 1994 right through to 2017. Uh, so 1994 ship went through a rebuild recently uh, to give it ice class classification. So that means that you can sail, that can sail classic um, cruises, uh, classic ocean cruises, but it can also go on the expedition cruises as well. So you get a bit of a mix in there. Uh, the biggest ship in their fleet is the Silver Muse, and that is 41,000 tons. They have butler service in every cabin. Um, and, you know, again, there's a real focus on the adventurous traveler here, but somebody that wants to do adventure but have that upscale experience as well. So you might be off kind of, you know, in Alaska, like visiting the glaciers and then coming back and having a beautiful dinner in an elegant, luxurious, upscale restaurant. Um, so they're saying whether you like to mingle in the med, swim with the turtles in the Galapagos, or embrace the glaciers of Alaska, they have you covered. So lots of options available. You can go to lots of different places um, and have some real adventures with them as well. Staff to guest ratio is nearly one to one. Uh, drinks in, they have drinks in Included, and that's in your cabin uh, and in the bar so your mini bar would be stocked with your favorite drinks so your your preferences uh, they have on the silver muse they have 596 passengers and 411 crew um, and that's at full capacity so it would be quite rare you know because you will get solos in in there as well um, so it won't always be None of these ships would always sail at capacity. Um, but they're saying some of their expedition cruises, and I think I will do another episode on expedition cruises that, so that we can get a bit more, um, we can dig into that a little bit further. Um, but you would have expert onboard guides who are taking you uh, and talking about their experiences and really kind of guiding you through these experiences to make sure that it is one of a kind. So anything from snorkeling, diving, hiking, small group excursions, uh, but you'll really get to immerse yourself in the culture, the landscape and the habitat of the region. So, and again, that one of the things that is a common theme across all these cruise lines is sustainability. I know at the Regent event they were talking about they've they've now just gone to no single-use plastic and uh, no plastic straws on board. So it's something that all the cruise lines are really getting on board with, and that's mass market cruises as well. Um, it's really exciting to see that they're finally getting on board with these things and making big steps in the right direction. So that just gives you a little bit of a taste of luxury cruising. So you will see a lot of them do offer similar experiences, but it's going to be about finding what's right for you. I would say I would focus on the the ship, um, choose a ship that you like. But one of the things is the itinerary, you know, where is it going? Find an itinerary that's good for you. You will not go wrong with any of these cruise ships. They're, they're all, any of these cruise lines 
all fantastic service. So look for the itinerary that's right, look for the ship that's right, and look for the price that's right for you as well. Again, there's some, um, you know, and given the times in the cruise industry are pretty tough at the moment, it's a good time to pick up some really good sales. So don't forget, you can always contact me. Um, I am a, a qualified cruise travel agent, always happy to help you if you're looking to um, get comparisons and looking to talk about some of these different ships and find an itinerary and a price that's right for you as well. So I always offer really competitive prices. Um, so I would say, you know, explore it. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me, david at aussiecruiseshow.com.au. Um, and yeah, so get amongst the, the luxury. I know that I would certainly like to. So thanks again for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye then. Thank you for listening to the Aussie Cruise Show. To keep up to date with all our episodes and to see our exclusive website content, just head to www.aussiecruiseshow.com.au That's www.aussiecruiseshow.com.au See you in the next episode. Bye!